It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? We got the conference finals we wanted. On one side, the upstart. The other, the more wanted. Two series of seven games each is what we pray. Back at it again with the Indian tones. It's ball is bay. Your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. We've managed to squeeze in this episode just before the conference finals begins on Wednesday. As always, if you like what you hear, you should follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ball is bay pod. And YouTube page, just search for Ballers Bay and be a podcast. Uh, this season of the podcast is getting over soon. So if you have suggestions for what you want to hear more of in the next season, please do let us know. We love hearing from our fans. A special shout out to our Instagram fan who keep active on all our stories and posts and polls and being encouraging more than anything else. Uh, speaking of encouragement, we've got with us, as always, uh, co-host Vini Devaya, whose prediction powers are... As weak as mine, but who is in Luxembourg this week? A country which couldn't be bothered to find a different name for its capital, named Luxembourg City, but also named its people Luxemburgers, which is beyond dope, to be very honest. Uh, we need to say hi to the audience. Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think I misspoke when I said your prediction pass a week. You were four out of four. For four the out of four. Four, four, four. Four, four, four. Four, four, four. four, four. And speaking of four, 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 okay. we got some other friends of ours who have also predicted everything. I think four, four, four. Do you want to introduce our guest today? Uh, we definitely are. Uh, uh, as you heard, a special guest for the NBA playoffs this episode: the son of Varnasi, the son-in-law of Manila, and the bap of Hoop Darshan, Karan Madhok, also known as Hoopistani. Welcome to the pod, Karan. I'm glad to have you with us again. Hello, hello. I'm welcome to be back. Um, I'm welcome to be back. What did I just you're say? You're welcome to be back. Okay. Well, you I'm know, happy it's, to it's be okay. back. It's, <laughs> it, it's, it's a happy. long day. It's a long let me, day. <laughs> let me repeat that. You're welcome for having me and I'm happy to be back. <laughs> we, we are. Thank you for uh, you being with us. <laughs> I mean, crazy, crazy night, right? Like, I, I don't remember last time I saw two consecutive NBA games, sevens, I, like decided on literally like the last minute of the game, uh, like the Denver and uh, poor Nuggets, man. Like Denver, Portland game. Uh, CJ McCollum doing his thing and Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I don't even have words for what that game was. Like a proper slugfest, proper Eastern Conference, like no offense, just like, you know, just basket just going in somehow. Uh, we'll discuss a little bit of that, but uh, just early thoughts about it. We'll, uh, you know, like little two minute thoughts about what you saw today. Karan, we'll start with you. Um, You know, you're, that was my first thought too. Game sevens are usually historically really bad. Like, this, you very rarely get great Game 7s now. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all remember, like, the classic finals Game 7s. You know, the, the Cavs-Warriors won, the Heat-Spurs won, the yeah. Lakers-Celtics won. Like, there have been some good ones, but they're usually very ugly, you know? So, mm-hmm. just to get mm-hmm. back-to-back games where which both went the distance, and we could have easily had two different conference finalists. Definitely. Very easily. So, it wasn't like... The teams who won, It's no one can easily say, like, the teams who lost were, like, much worse, right? It was just their day you know um mm-hmm. yeah and that kawaii shot oh my goodness uh I, the kawaii shot i i need to have a vinny talk about it because i need some tears on this podcast <laughs> some sacrificial <laughs> tears 
Vineet, what did you feel like? Did you feel like the ball being bounced about four times on the rim? What was your feelings? I mean, I I don't know, man. It was good. It was like redemption, you know, because I've been like on the Kawhi, you know. I mean, before even like in 2013 and, you know, so it's, it's Wait, really good to see. Wait, I have a question before you go uh-huh. on. So you're a Spurs fan, right? Spurs fan. And you don't hate Kawhi? I don't hate Kawhi. I can't. So, He's just such so a good player. A ra- he can't. He can't. That, that's a rarity <laughs> because can't. like my other close Spurs fans in my life, I think they, they loved him so much to them. Like he was the, he was their beta. Like, you know, like they, they didn't see yeah. Duncan grow up, but they saw Kawhi grow up. Yeah. And, and, and then he broke their heart. He was the beta who basically uh, stabbed the father in the back. And then, you know, so it's, there's a lot of hate among my other Spurs. So I mean, it's refreshing to see you don't hate him because Kawhi is also my favorite player in the NBA. He does hate the, he does hate uh, Demar Derozan though. Like uh, so, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I think I think for me, you know, uh, a true Spurs fan could never hate Kawhi because he just plays the game the right way, and that's like a true Spurs fan. A true Spurs fan is about I, I, playing I, the game I the right really, way. I really would like to question that statement though. But fine, fine. Let's let's get right into it. Uh, but he, 76 but he refused off. to play all season anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you know sometimes you know there are the family problems all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Anyway. Yeah, whatever that means. Okay, we we will start off with the Philadelphia 76ers yeah. versus uh, Toronto Raptors game seven. Absolute beast of a game. Like they didn't. It, it was offensively a struggle. I think the score at half. Uh, no, at uh, the third quarter mark was 64-67 or something. Yeah. That I'm not really sure. It was really low, and I was like, okay, fine. They're jacking up threes. It's not going in. Kawhi is the only one who even seems like. He is. He's got some confidence to shoot, and he like shot to the thirty-nine times and all, missing everything. Serge Ibaka, huge with those offensive rebounds. Yes. I, I think. I think he he was the he was the reason that like the game was Close. like you know Toronto could still manage to do the thing. Kyle Lowry also managed to show up. Siakam didn't show up on the thing side. MB decided that he's uh, sort of a Steph Curry. He's just posting up outside uh, the three-point line. Uh, he didn't show his ass to the basket at all. At all. And uh, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris completely disappeared in the last moment. Jimmy Butler tried to do some things and all. What was your initial impression? Of it? Do you think the 76ers could have done a few things a little differently, maybe offensively, to uh, not be out of the uh, playoffs by now? Karan? See, it's not really that surprising because the 76ers, have been, they've been inconsistent all season. You know they they win one game they win lose they win one game really well and then they will drop a neck the next the next game right uh, yeah. and Embiid was definitely hurt in this series so mm-hmm. I think the bigger issue is uh, Ben Simmons and Embiid don't can't really play together I think this Whoa. is this is like I read this amazing article on the Ringer actually the other day which argued that Simmons should be a center like he should okay. he should be barely should. basically play like a jacked up Draymond Green role like a Draymond who can okay. also score twenty per game you know. Because he doesn't okay, do anything okay. on the perimeter anyways. He, he's never going to mm. learn how to shoot, so screw it. Um, and so that's why him and Embiid are always going to clash because if the perimeter guy can't shoot, the big guy is going to have to shoot or everyone else will have to try and shoot, right? Exactly. So um, yeah. I think that's but, the but, issue. They couldn't have done anything different because I feel that the Raptors, except for Kawhi, every other Raptor basically tried to lose the series. You know? <laughs> like every other Raptor was terrible. Um, so yeah. I, I, I really think this was a Kawhi win more than anything else. And the mm-hmm. 76ers were just too banged up and too much of like, uh, I talked about this on our Hoop Darshan podcast like a few days ago. They, their starting five has barely spent any time together. So this mm-hmm. playoff ended up being their like chemistry experiment to see if they okay. work, you know, because 
they really don't if they had started off early and spent two months figuring out how they work then by now we might not we might know who they are so um i i just think they have a lot of issues and either the coach needs to go or ben simmons needs to go or both or something you know yeah yeah i mean i i don't see any scenario where ben simmons will be asked to leave i mean that's their part of the process but uh, I, i think even vinith vinith had the same point like we had discussed this uh, sometime in the past that uh, the problem is that simmons and embiid both can be successful in the same place and so they are kind of overlapping on each other's time so vinith do you agree with that thing does simmons need to go i mean i i definitely think that i think spacing is definitely an issue but for me more than spacing i think it's pace like i think simmons is fast have you seen him get the ball down the court no, like simmons he's just yeah. you know and then you yeah. have this mb who's just like lumbering and then tobias had this kind of lumbering so either he should... I, i'm a little i'm, I'm so, so sorry like i i saw this one stat uh, which tracks how many times mbed falls down in an oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that yeah <laughs> and uh, i think it was like every 10 minutes he falls down once so, right so can i say something in, can i say something in mb's uh, defense about the falling i read a great okay. article about how his uh, uh, what do you call the doctors that that treat your injuries or your whatever that whatever Physios? that yeah okay. the, this physio what, what or so the, there's like a more like <laughs> kinesiologist kind of name like a fancier name whatever okay that physio of his told him that basically he has to prepare his body to 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 avoid injuries you have to prepare your body like dancers do which means you fall often you have to learn how to fall oh. so even if you get a little bit of a nudge fall every time just fall down so 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 instead of <laughs> basically you're not putting stress on your knees by holding your weight up on your knees or your ankles mm, no. you just you just letting yourself go and letting like the bigger part of your body like take your uh, take your weight did you know? he not say like you're you're a 280 pound guy <laughs> so don't go around falling on people that's not a thing well yeah falling on people <laughs> no but i think the issue is that his 280 pounds fall on his own knees and his own ankles and i think that's what they try yeah. to avoid yeah. okay uh, yeah yeah yes very you were saying about uh, pacing yeah i think i think it's about pace i think uh, you know i think it would be a travesty if they both were separated because they're really really good players and they're really young but uh, the coach or the the team management needs to figure out like a lineup where ben simmons can be successful where he can play with mm-hmm. pace he can you know kind of do the lakers uh, you know magic johnson kind of thing where he can you know he has like these two flanking guys who are coming running with him and they're scoring at that pace uh, mm-hmm. i think i think that cuz you know when ben simmons plays it's just like magical like he just he can see people that you can't see uh and he, the way he handles the ball is i, I don't know how he does it it just, it just looks like it's just like the ball is like kind of just sticking into his hand you know he's not even trying to do it so he he's a great talent uh and he's at what 22 i think so it's not that it's not that old so yeah. i i i would i would you know i would i would extend his rookie contract um but uh but but yeah i mean they 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 both are not the best fit Uh, but yeah i mean me, me, i i think if he learns how to shoot then it could be better because this series at least in game 7 i don't think you know it he's i mean he could learn see, how to shoot see this at least at least in game 7 it like you would have expected mb to be on the post and uh, simmons to be outside and then you know run around but it was simmons was on the low post and mb was on the like in the on the three pointer line and they don't 
take advantage of it. I mean, you have one of the fastest, one of the like, like you said, most visionary point guard, six foot ten. I mean, six foot ten, like he could be a center also. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's it's crazy. But if you add a little bit of a floater or something of that sort to make it seem at least that people could you know like give you some attention. Instead, I mean, uh, the the Raptors' defense today was completely swarming Embiid any time he got the ball in the low post, made sure he it got him. A, got the ball out of him and then just rush everyone. Yeah. Im- imagine like in the last possessions of the game, two shot clock violations, not one, two shot clock violations, which is basically them not having any clue of what they're doing on offense. And one of those shot clock violations was after a timeout. As in the yeah. coach said, listen, this is what you're going to do. And they could not manage to do that. So those are, and those, those mistakes I don't expect from a team which has Jimmy Butler on it. And Jimmy Butler was the guy who had the ball on it. I mean, Jimmy I, mean I know you don't, you don't think Jimmy Butler... Uh, I don't think he's over it. No. He's just so fucking oh, Let me ask you guys a question, right? <laughs> let's just assume that... So, so we, we, we accept that both Simmons and Embiid are incredible players. All-time great yes, yes. when healthy, right? And, yes. um, and both, either together or separately, could win titles. To, could win. I mean, yeah, could, could, like, could, yeah. could. As long as as so, long as uh, Durant leaves the Warriors. So, so, so let me ask you this: uh, What's going to be the higher number in twenty years? The higher number, the number of titles Embiid wins, and I'm assuming they get separated. Okay, the number of titles okay. Embiid okay. wins, or the number of three pointers Simmons makes. <laughs> just, just the number of three pointers Simmons makes. This is why I love having Karan on the show. Like he'll pull up these uh, random scenarios, which will still make sense, even though, like in a normal world, it should not make any sense at all. Yeah. Do you mean sure. the number of uh, three pointers he'll make or he'll take? Which one did he'll he? Make. He'll make. Oh no. Make. He'll make. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just if he makes two three pointers in his career, I think he could get two championships. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I just don't think you sh- we should worry about Ben Simmons like developing a shot. He just has to be a better. You should just have a better team around him. I I I absolutely disagree with that point. Like, I don't know. I there there is no way that see he's an amazing athlete. Like, but he's a basketball player first of all. Like, he should know how to get the ball in the basket. If they don't, if they clog the lane, you should know how to be able to get the ball in the basket. And I don't mean from the three from beyond the three point line. I'm not talking about analytically three point or dunks something like that. You should be able to get like if you're within like 10 15 feet of the basket you should be able to somehow get the ball you should not be like a liability on that side of the court i think i think every nba starter should have a better three point shot than i do and <laughs> and simmons prob- and simmons is the one starter i'm sure it doesn't i think even the terrible centers probably have a better three point shot than i do but I mean, like I, I i so i'm i'm just I add to what you said ashwin like I, i'm not i don't think he needs to be like a superstar three point shooter but just enough so people <clears> respect it just so he can then, they can sort of test different lineups with him. Because right now, it, it limits them because he's so crippled in that one thing, you know? Yeah. But but uh, well, I just want to add that I think 70, see, I, I have a lot of faith in Simmons that, like, because of two consecutive years of no shows, he will, like, you know, show up at some time. And, and I think uh, Simmons and MB, I, I don't think they should be separated. I think somehow they will work something out. Maybe a coaching change, I don't know. Uh, I am not uh, that big on coaching changes, especially when, you know, they've been brought up like this. But I have, like, huge faith that, you know, 76ers, this sort of franchise has, like, a lot of better days to see in the future. With that, we'll 
we'll go says to the guy there. says the guy who who picked boston to win the milwaukee boston series well, just, just, uh, whoa, whoa. i just want, i just want to give con- <laughs> i just want to give context to the listeners that oh no I, I was next to I ashwin did, when he uh, when we when yeah, we did the yeah, yeah. basketball bar I, I was very confident he, he had the celtics going all the way to the finals so that is true yeah. that is true i had the celtics going all the way finals and, and, and I agreed, that was an absolute <laughs> and to be fair i agreed with you in a flat earth situation i i fully agree yeah, he did. unfortunately <laughs> he did, he unfortunately did. there was a curvature we reached that point yeah. yeah what can i say these people don't like like my hot takes <laughs> but uh like that that is okay man like uh, i i thought i they had the talent it's not that they didn't have the talent they just had uh, kyrie irving like jacking up shots and whatever but but again coming back to the celtics and the bucks like absolute demolition derby they lost game 1 at home but then did not look back at all whooped celtics as uh, throughout the things celtics it, it, i i don't think any of the games were even close after that like after that mm-hmm. first game which was not close none mm-hmm. of those games were even close like we can't even say that oh like a basket here a foul claw there anything nothing like destruction yeah. derby so what is the odds for our like this is the finals that i wanted once i realized celtics is not going to make it like kawai a, a like a proper superstar like no doubts about who the superstar is mm-hmm. with his team of like you know people who know that he's the superstar versus kawai mm-hmm. like the proper claw superstar uh, like does all these things unstoppable and a team of people just looking up to him like their khaleesi or like their khaleesa <laughs> or whatever it is yes uh, we'll start with vinith i mean i i i let karan do it and then then i'll give you my take cuz my take no 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 we your take is what is your take on what is this uh, my, my take, like take that you my got? take goes against my my love oh shit okay fine karan you you've been passed the baton um so I, i i my take goes for your love i actually feel that hmm. uh, the the raptors so so one of my like i, I have a, i have a, i have a good friend from canada who's from vancouver and for the longest time he uh, because you they vancouver had the grizzlies you know so he <laughs> even being canadian he did not like toronto because he was like okay. my my team is my team is the grizzlies and i'm actually closer to he's actually closer to what used to be the supersonics or what's now portland you know like he's closer mm-hmm. to that than to toronto right so he so he calls the raptors the craptors and and and, and, and the craptors really like apart from kawai really crapped the series they sort of survived kyle lowry is one of the worst like i've never seen a player go from so good in the regular season to so bad in the playoffs like the the the, the difference is stupefying to me he does a lot of yeah. great like hustle things like you know the kind of thing that chris paul would do just hustle wise but his scoring just dips and it's terrible but i say all that to say i think kawai leonard is the one man like one man changer of all the curses all the crafters everything like he's single handedly so good and so stoic and he's you know he's basically like i i shared this meme today of uh, the terminator 2's t1000 running behind a car <laughs> to me that's what kawai leonard represents he is He's not going to stop for anything. He's not going to slow down for any of mm-hmm. your emotions. He's just going to come and terminate you. And mm-hmm. um true. I think the Bucks are very good. They've been the league's best offensive and defensive team if you take them all together yeah. all season. Yes. But I think this is the point where mm-hmm. the inexperience will finally show. There's 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 going to come a point with every superstar's team where the playoff wall hits the first time in their mm-hmm. career. And I think mm-hmm. this will be the playoff wall for Giannis as much as I love him and I think this um This clash is going to be an epic clash between the two of them. I think this series will be a very close series but the Raptors will win game 7 on the road. Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Game 7 on the road. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I agree with the uh, some of the things you said but I don't agree with the inexperienced part because even though Giannis is inexperienced, 
I think on that team they've got someone like you know Grant Hill who last se- last in the Celtic series he really showed up off the bench and I I I do oh, think Grant that Hill, the Grant Hill. Hill George Hill No not Grant Hill George Hill my bad my I was bad like, my shit. bad <laughs> Oh Grant Hill showing up would be 48 year old Grant Hill still breaking ankles <laughs> uh, or whatever his name is <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, George Hill. Uh, so, but but like, isn't I I think the like the Bucks bench is also much stronger than the Toronto bench, and uh, I, I agree that like uh, Kawhi, which uh, who scores thirty nine, I mean who shoots thirty nine times for forty one points, is not an efficient Kawhi. But he had to do that because it's a game seven, and in game seven you don't bring your analytics table to the book. You go by how the game works out. You try to work it out and. Like Kawhi, I think he was a little more inefficient in the fourth. The first I'm glad you're talking with so much experience, <laughs> Ashwin from Get. Ashwin's like, you know, in a game seven, it's all about. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the game seven, it is all about. It is all about that particular game, man. Like you don't have anything else to come back to. Like if you don't right, show right, right. up there, then that's it. It's a game over. I don't mind I, him I, being inefficient though, because like, mm-hmm. it's who, who cares if you're win- like honestly to me the uh, Kawhi was super efficient for six games. Like, incredible, the mm-hmm. historic efficiency. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, 60%. To me, Kawhi, like, honestly, you know, I got flashbacks of Kobe with Kawhi. Like, like, like in, in a Game 7 situation, I'm serious. No. I'll, no. If, if no, you no. guys remember, <laughs> every, like, like uh, let me take you back to Game 7, 2010 against the Celtics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was 6 or 24. Kobe, yeah. 6 or 24, but he found some mm-hmm. way, like, grab rebounds, be mean, whatever he did. Kawhi to me was the anti James Harden in this in this game in the closing oh, moments. Yeah, for sure. Like he, yeah. he basically yeah, he, sure. he didn't care about how he did it. If it followed the analytical thing, you know, I, I will rant about the the Rockets analytical bullshit later. We will yeah. get to that. But like, I, I I what you started on is hundred percent right. Who who cares what the the score? You have to win the game. It doesn't matter how you mm-hmm. do it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yes, uh, Vineet, uh, yes. some tears and some ecstasy <laughs> lot of tears, from lot of your tears. side. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I I want to pick the Raptors, but the Raptors, the supporting cast is so shit, so shit that I think the Raptors, yeah, yeah, the Raptors, you know, the Raptors. <laughs> he said the crap. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I cannot pick the Raptors to win against the Bucks. See, I think... Both of them, both uh, Giannis and Kawhi are excellent, excellent talents. They are both extremely hungry. Um, I think Giannis is probably a little bit more hungrier, so he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna show up. I'm not, I'm not afraid of that. I think the question really is like matchups, right? So if if you do the matchups of, uh, of of the Raptors and the Sixers, uh, who who guards Giannis, right? And usually it's Siakam, like when they've done yeah. like regular regular season, mm-hmm. and it's not been very good. I think Giannis has touched him for like 40, 40 plus, right? Uh, whereas uh, Chris Middleton and and uh, Kawhi have kind of cancelled each other out in in the most sense. Like they both have done a good job of guarding each other and touching each other, you know, simultaneously. Um, and then you have the other, which is Kyle Lowry versus Eric Bledsoe. So they both are shit. But if I had to pick somebody, I would pick Eric Bledsoe. And in my opinion, the 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 wild card for every for like the Buck series always is the the Lopez, because he is just like there is I I don't think there is like after you take care of Giannis and Chris Middleton, then you have this Robin Lopez who just like goes and shoots like these threes. Brooke, sorry, Brooke Lopez, and uh, you know it's just. I would love to pick the Raptors. Trust me. I, I mean, but I just 
if if i can if i see like a good coverage of of yanis uh i i would i would pick the raptors but i just i just don't see who 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 guards yanis at this point even uh the only thing that would like give the raptors and also the raptors are tired like a lot of uh, a lot of kawai like missing his shots i don't know if you saw it like he barely jumped he was oh, just he was like tired. oh he was he, tired he, he was, was tired. he was exhausted he barely jumped like he's he didn't have lift off in his legs he had nothing and See, that's what happens when your computer overheats and that was kawai yeah. like the, the, the machine just had you know it just like the, it's slowed down yeah yeah it just had that one last run in the end overclocking overclocking and you know i think the the bucks are fresh they're going to come in and they have home court advantage which is like according to stats is like 80% or something like that right i don't i don't remember but i think it's something like that it's a, it's a big deal yeah so i think it's that's why i picked the i picked the bucks but my heart always lives with kawai and if there is a close game i support the raptors if there's a close game he supports the raptors if there was a he said uh, on the road if if there's a close game there's the spurs will beat the nuggets so we all know how that turned out spurs played shit in the last <laughs> shit let's be honest it's shit they just I mean, played by, I, they just uh, played shit t- I, like I'll, i'll just give my two cents also before we move on to the real conference uh, like if we just go by how the last game that they played I I think having too much of a rest is also not a good thing. I think uh, Bucks uh, they had like too much of a rest before uh, now playing again on I think Wednesday or Thursday India mm-hmm. India time. Uh not a good thing but at, at least I think they have the advantage of having like comprehensively beaten both their opponents like mm-hmm. uh comprehensively beat the Pistons and comprehensively beat Celtics like but again uh, like Raptors are a different beast. but raptors also play kind of similarly they do a lot of like you know that individual person sort of thing and kawai and yanis could cancel each other but yanis has the better star i feel and i i think uh bucks in 6 is my prediction of course don't quote I mean, me on this i actually I mean, won't quote the, you on this the one thing i'll give i'll 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 throw in here is uh, the the bucks are also like uh, coached by by coach bud who it comes from the spurs philosophy so he's never going to let yanis dominate you know there were times when the spurs were playing the lakers and in back in the time when bud was a part of that but you know mike would, malone also is a former spurs person right yeah but then he has nikola jokic who does not dominate any time you know so okay i yeah, i so, thought you meant on the oh, okay 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 uh, so the, the, on the, the offensive the, yeah the general philosophy is you win together and you lose together like that's the because oh. when when you win together you just kind of like bust out through everybody right like what this first day to the miami heat like you just take a bus and you kill them uh, so this is one thing that i think might be in the favor of raptors because kawai has free reign he does what he wants to do even i remember there was this uh, this interview not interview like you know this uh, between the games they asked questions and the the Nicknus was asked like do you think uh, Kawhi is taking too many shots he's like yeah I, I, he's taking too many shots and i hope others also take other shots but you know, <laughs> it's just he's just taking everything and uh, so i i feel like uh, you know i think Kawhi would probably do a better job than Giannis in this kind of like pass it out to everybody so that's the only thing okay. that i think uh, raptors will have a chance which is if kawai really takes over and yanis is stuck in a coaching 
coaching dilemma okay 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 that that's a very interesting uh, like a uh, way to look at it uh moving on to the actual conference of the nba the western conference uh, we have again uh, we have we have two teams who have a lot of uh, shooting in their midst and like you know two versions of splash brothers splash brothers and splash brothers light yes um uh, uh we'll we'll start with today's game the denver versus portland game i i i thought today was a real example of you know how good damian lillard is cuz absolute crap storm in the first uh, half i i think he's had one three pointer or like two uh, total five points or something but that he did not let that ruin his as in, as in the the real reason where you know someone like an offensive juggernaut like james harden differs from someone like dame lillard is that if james harden doesn't score you really don't know what he's doing but dame lillard even when he didn't score he had a steal he had a very crucial steal he had a lot of he had a, what eight rebounds 10 rebounds eight assists it was a proper game where when he realized it's not going in he's like don't worry i will do my other job mm-hmm. and then even the last shot he is like cj you are the guy with the with the with the little yeah, with the magic yeah. happening with the, with the little magic happening please go go for it and do it and like you know not even no sense of ego and i think that's a great uh, sense of a leader poor i i really feel for the nuggets man like uh, jokic and all like they had a 17 point half point half time lead and then some really stupid decisions in the second quarter let that momentum go i think a 17 point lead became a 9 point lead or 8 point lead or something like that it like completely like the whole scenario went away and then towards the end they missed some free throws yeah. took some really bad shots like a lot of bad three pointers absolutely bad three pointers uh we'll start with uh, whoever wants to raise their hands karan 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 um, <laughs> he's the guest bro sure uh it's i'm i'm also very sad for the nuggets i really enjoyed mm-hmm. that team it's uh, it was it was such a refreshing not that i'm, I'm not anything against portland like they're fine they're yeah, okay. yeah no no one but yeah. but you know i i was really in love with jokic aka fat thor all playoffs he was just incredible <laughs> that dude i've said this so i i keep on repeating this he's got my athletic ability and he's one of the best this players is his, in the world uh, this is his uh, vertical that, that's his vertical, vertical like it's insane his okay? yeah but but he's also 7-1 yeah yeah sure. <laughs> but, but still like a, a, a 7-1 who's like basically his body shape of a golgappa and the dude <laughs> dominates the league you know like he's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he dominates without even running yeah. so like yeah. uh, i i really love his game and i love like his approach to the game so just rip to him this season it was amazing uh but shout out to you know the trailblazers man they showed their worth and uh yeah cj was the man but you're right dame is people don't talk about him enough he's one of the best pure leaders in the nba he's just every year his team overreaches what their worth is you know like they're not uh, on paper they never look that great and they're in the west but they always yeah, do better right. than you would ex- except for last year when i think they were swept by they swept by the pelicans yeah, that was the yeah. one big mark on his career and he, they made up for it this season you know yeah. Jennifer, I hope you're listening Jennifer, to this podcast. Right. <laughs> Jennifer is um, definitely listening. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, I think um, uh, also very impressed by that that finish and uh, <clears throat> and we need a new nickname for these brothers. If those are the Splash Brothers, yeah, what is going to be yes. there? I, 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 I'm sure you have something like we would love to hear what I, you've got. I don't for yet. I, I mean, I if. if I know that the Nick Barsati bhai I know I know that the the worst backcourt in the NBA what would be the worst backcourt in the NBA worst backcourt back John Wall probably and Bradley Beal <laughs> I'm going to say oh, they have a backcourt prob- prob- oh. probably Nilikina and Dennis Smith Jr Scorps right that's so 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 I know they are the trash brothers 
<laughs> but I don't know what's in between the splash and the trash. We need something, you know. Yeah, something. I mean, they are just below splash, so yeah, it's yeah. like a. Thora sa kam splash. Thora sa kam. Something. We will come up with it. Like yeah. if you are listening, if you have something, uh, hit us up and we will uh, definitely uh, call you out for the. We're the next shack. We we come up with the next nicknames. Next nicknames. <laughs> yes, uh, we we need to. Uh, I, I know you. You are also a huge fan of uh, Joker, and he was our MVP for a long time. Like he was the best player in the league for like the first fifty yeah. percent of the yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, I I've always uh, said uh, you know a big fan of the 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 Damians, the Lillards, and the and the Portland uh, always underdogs. Always, mm-hmm. I I think I I I put him as my MVP choice this time. In no, you didn't. Dame Lillard, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the entire league is saying Yanis or Harden. There's this one guy in Luxembourg sitting and saying Dame Lillard is the MVP. Like what the hell? The, that's just my pick, man. Because you know, if I think if you look at it, uh, they were what two games below uh, the Nuggets or something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean right? they were three eventually. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they really the have no, they have nobody really. I mean, you know, so if you're going to give like. James Harden and Giannis and all these people MVP then why not give it to that, any that was my thing which is that you know uh, the results speak for the results speak for the wrong to have uh, okay yes <laughs> so, so does either Nikola Jokic or Dame Lillard it's one of those two mm-hmm. right because anyway the, uh, both were good teams man I mean uh, I think the like I said this is like the most boring part of the stretch like the Spurs the Nuggets no one gives a shit you know so. Because in the end, you meet the Golden State Warriors, who are just like so. No, we'll dumb. talk about them when when we have to reach them. We just so, like, so I think uh, I think we should we should just go the, there. You know, we should just go there and talk about like how can a team huh. defeat? Ah, so the I mean, it is it is interesting now because uh, because I don't give like, a shit. Like okay, you know. Okay, let fine. me let me let me let me get there. Let me get there. You you've you've gotten there. We've got Trailblazers, uh, the mini Splash Brothers or Splash Brothers Light or Diet or whatever. Right. But now we have Side a Golden splash. State Warriors. Side splash. That's pretty good. <laughs> but the thing is, but now it is a Warriors team without Kevin Durant. Yeah. So I don't think they are the same juggernaut as, as possible. Uh, we will get to that in a second. But let, let's just discuss Game Six against the Houston Rockets. How disappointed are you that the Houston Rockets could not beat this Warriors team? At least in Game Seven. Uh, that, that's okay. Uh, I mean, but, but I mean, I mean, imagine if you if you if you keep making the narrative that we want to face the Warriors. We are built to beat the Warriors. We are going to beat the Warriors. Warriors will go down, and you get a bonus. Are we celebrating a good um, like uh, May Day uh, gift where Kevin Durant is not playing? Like yeah. that thing which pushed them over the edge is not playing, and yet your narrative still is like we'll beat them, we'll beat them, and you cannot beat them at their own home. Like how how pissed off would the Rockets be with themselves? I mean, do do you think this is it for them? Like they have to fire D'Antoni, realize that this uh, analytics thing doesn't work, and then move on to a better uh, system which features Harden? Or I, I can sense some some like boiling rage within 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 the man. You can't so, keep using analytics as an excuse for like wait wait wait. Let, let Karan speak. Like, let Karan really speak. Bad shots. You're bad. Yeah, Karan is going to Karan is going to go straight to Harden. So I'm just going to like clear the way before that. I, 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 you go know, I always it. wanted go to debate uh, <laughs> Karan on Harden because I always like send him Harden memes. So uh. so so, well, well, so I have many answers to your many questions. Oh. One is oh, we talk oh. about the analytics thing, right? And, yes. and should they chug it or not? They tried. Remember, they signed Carmelo Anthony, the human walking anti-analytic machine, 
the beginning yes. of the season. Hey, Melo could have helped them in in this series. Yeah, when, he could have. When 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 Harden was just backing up and not doing a damn thing, Melo would have just been like, "Yo, nobody in this team can stop me. There's no Durant. Mm-hmm. Let me just mm-hmm. let me just finish this off." You know, not that, I'm not yeah. saying he would have won, but he would have at least done something. Yeah, he would have. Okay, this is like a, this is your let's 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 assume this was your weakest argument, and let's move on. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that was my weakest argument. Okay. So now second thing. Analytics, okay. Analytics are great. They're awesome. They're very important. But this is the way I, I look at them. You know, um, so I follow f- football a lot, like soccer football a lot, and I look at uh, analytics. Uh, the regular season in uh, the NBA is similar to a league in football. You know, the best team in the league mm-hmm. is usually you basically have to be consistent, and and you you only play great teams maybe seven or eight times a year. Most of the time you're yeah. playing like if if you are a top four team, most of the time you're playing shit teams. You know. So you can just chug along with your formula and win, but the teams who win the Champions League, which is the playoff quote-unquote version of that, really have to have like more of the intangibles. You know, like I I hate to say stuff like it, like having the heart or have the never say die attitude or basically be clutch. Like it sounds very intangible and to to a machine would sound very weird, but we saw that it matters. We saw in these last two games when KD went out. I'm I know you guys are not as big on Steph Curry as I am. But the dude showed heart. He basically had terrible shooting games each time, and destroyed the opponent each time. You know, and so so I think in the regular season this trash works of just the numbers, or it would work in a league system. But when it comes to the playoffs, you have to be a bit more. Like, you have to do multiple things, and the Rockets just do one thing. They they are so predictable. James Harden becomes like he again. He's too machine like. He's he's very very good. One of the all time great guards, but. As long as if he keeps on failing in the playoffs, you know. I mean, I I don't even I see. I I know it's James Harden's fault also, but they got Chris Paul to help James Harden go over the edge because Chris Paul is an amazing mid-range shooter. Like I I think some of his mid-range shots are like absolutely gold. But they don't go to him to get those shots done. They keep going to the dunks or dunk layup or three points, dunk layup or three points. Like it does it matter if you are on game six? If it's a game you have to win, yeah. does it matter how you get the ball in the basket? Like something we and, discussed in the and again, I'll give the, uh, like the first series also. I'll give the Curry example, right? He he was scoreless in that game for for, for a half. First half, so he could have basically half, done the whole thing of like, oh, my formula isn't working, so I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. he sort of found some ways to contribute, you know. And then he yeah. basically scored thirty three in the second half, you know. So it's yeah. and by the way, at the end of the day, Harden's stats were like incredible the whole series. Let's not forget that he played like a hell of a fucking series. If you just look at the raw stats, but that's where mm-hmm. like watching a basketball game is much different from looking at the box score. You know, you see a game yeah. and there's something looks off with him. And this this is not the first time, man. This happens to him. No, no, this over is and this, over again. this happened this every time. Yeah. Every every playoff series with the uh, Houston Rockets, somehow uh, Harden does not. Show himself as the guy he was in the, which which I th- I think makes complete sense with your you know league and Champions League analogy. So it puts a, a, the season into perspective for me and sort of doubles mm-hmm. down on what I already always believed. I think he's very overrated. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not saying he's bad. I just think he's very overrated. I, just, I you know like he his regular season no, scoring look he, like he's one of the greatest scorers in history, but it has to come but, with an asterisk of he's the greatest scorer in history in when he's playing trash teams most of the time. Or or when he's playing teams who are unmotivated to win, like he, I know he beat the Warriors in that epic whatever overtime game, but the Warriors weren't giving as much of a shit then as they're now, you know. So it's yeah, exactly. No, also like the I I've said this on the basketball barbers also that you know like if if you put put Harden in a high 
in a system where he gets the ball so many times and he is the master of all he pervades then uh, like your numbers will be yeah. inflated like it should come with that asterisk yeah. which says the numbers are due to the extremely high usage rate and I'll, but yeah I've been sorry uh-huh. one sorry one more thing this is a positive for the rockets uh, you said should they broke them up definitely not break them up because uh, if durant leaves all of a sudden the west is theirs you know so it's uh, i think the the rockets should just tr- try again but 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 basically add something new to the not just be so predictable you know mm-hmm. maybe maybe embrace a little bit of the uh, mid range Br- somewhere maybe Carmelo in the Anthony. fourth quarter <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is a that is that is pretty i hope camelo is listening to this yes vinit your uh, take on the warriors now no and so like i, I think karnas covered most of that series and i i know you don't, don't care because you know warriors uh, winning all that nonsense but tell me riddle me this now we have a trailblazers with like an amazing uh, backcourt obviously like second best backcourt and we have a warriors team without kd like uh, shout out to kd like we've always talked on the podcast it's absolutely terrible whenever a great player gets hurt um, and especially like at this point one of the greatest players in this uh, he's going to come back hurt. right he's coming back for the breaking uh, i mean i think he, they said he is going to get revalidated i'm not sure if that's yeah. a good thing or not they said <clears> revalidated <throat> we don't know we hope he comes back but actually we hope he doesn't come back we takes a rest because then the series will be a little more interesting he can come back for the finals because we always know, all know what happens but again so now we have a warriors team uh like absolute juggernaut but not the same team which had the 73 wins and they don't have kevin durant so they don't have that thing which puts them leagues above everyone else how how do you think this series is going to fare do you think it it should it, it should still be like uh, even footing for both of them Oh, I had so much things to say about James Harden and the Rockets, but I should I should I should let that pass because they are out. They have gone fishing. All right, so it's done. It's gone. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about those people anymore. Um, but I think uh, I think KD is going to be there for the for the finals. I don't think mm-hmm. uh, if for the sense. finals. I I meant the conference <clears throat> finals. Yeah, for the conference finals, I think he's going to be there. So so okay. my my strategy for for the Portland Trail Blazers I was thinking about this while I was you know in the bus coming to the office is they cannot guard the Golden State Warriors they just can't they don't have the pers- yeah yeah they don't have the personnel and they should not waste their time and energy trying to guard Golden State Warriors it is going okay. to, they should just focus on offense open that shit up CJ and and uh, Damian Dame Lillard outside the three point line pack the paint so that these people also have to play some bigs at least at least a Kawhi Looney has to be there with Draymond Green they can't just play Andre Iguodala uh, and this just fuck it like you know Steph wants to take threes go for it like Clay wants to take threes go for it see there are 80 possessions right 80 85 possessions per thing and even if they get like 50 of them it's like 120 points go for it just say okay i'm going to i'm going to score 130 and that's <laughs> okay. it you because they don't that's have the, they don't they can't guard they can't, they can't guard the golden state warriors they mm-hmm. have to be the better offensive team and i think if they had to place a bet i think the the better bet is that we can play better offense than uh than the golden state warriors that the league's uh, best offensive team okay that's a long shot i mean if I they had they... to place a bet they can't play better but they defense have to win. okay Yeah, okay. They have to pick something. They have to pick one thing and I just feel like they should just they should just start chucking 
play, play. But, this, but uh, don't, don't you mean this in a scenario when Durant comes back? Like, I'm not too sure that he can come back for the NBA. And I don't think it's 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 a great also. Like, don't bring him back unless you but really Trail need Blazers, him to Trail be back. are a horribly defensive team. Like, they're horrible at it. They're not horrible at it. They're horrible I mean, at they're it. They're horrible at they're it. Really bad. Uh, I, I I think the Warriors should save Durant because like he's gonna he has to lead the Knicks to the title next season. So okay. I don't want him getting okay, hurt yeah. right now. It's not it's it's very irresponsible of them to so, force so him back. So it's not the Warriors. It's the yeah. Knicks so, Indian edition. Indian, Knicks Indian. Office. Don't force him back. Come on, like let him let him chill. Like they should do what what, what how the Raptors treated Kawhi during the season. Basically play uh-huh. every other game. You know, take his time, play twenty four uh-huh. minutes a game or whatever. <laughs> Well, it 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 paid off. It paid off, though. Yeah, it paid off exactly. Yeah, oh load management. God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only way for Portland Trailblazers. They, I just, mm-hmm. uh, and I think they won one one game in the regular season. I'm not sure. I didn't check it, but I think they won. Like there was one game in which I think which they won where I think Dame went for like 45 or something like that. I I support so, Vinit's, um strategy here because there's nothing better to do. And the one thing that the Blazers definitely do better than the Warriors is take care of the ball. The Warriors mm-hmm. are, are very like. I think I think the way to beat the Warriors is have them underestimate you. Like I think the reason they, especially when KD went out, the reason they were so good against the Rockets in closing is that they finally got serious about the Rockets. They're like, okay, now let's wake up, because the Warriors' biggest enemy is their own like ennui, like their own sort of laziness. Uh, and I think with the the Portland might have the advantage. They they might be underdogs or or they might everyone's predicting they lose. So I think the Warriors might play a bit carelessly, you know. So if they just do what they normally do and then let the Warriors beat themselves, I think that's the chance. Okay, I mean, I absolutely don't see that happening. Warriors beating themselves, but uh, I think it'll be really interesting because KD is not there, and and that is what because I I I really don't know how I I, I really don't know how Houston managed to lose that game without KD. Uh, Steph showed up; they all showed up and all was fine. But do you want me to tell you how? You should not be able to. Okay, Steph Curry is a better player than James Harden. He just <laughs> all right, plays. all right. Ha- I, 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 Harden I, I, had a better I, I, regular season. But but we saw this. Steph Curry is a Steph Curry. Yeah, it's like you 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 might disagree with me, but 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 at least you have to admit it's a debate, right? Like it's a debate. Oh yeah, it's a debate. It's a debate. No, no, I think Steph Curry is much better than Harden. Anyway, enough of the Rockets talk. Like we only want to talk about people still in the thing. You don't hear me talk about the Thunder up, do you? Because they're out of the playoffs. They are out. They are out out of the playoffs. We don't talk about those teams. We don't give them so much play time. And and we need to your point. Like if the Rockets lose, you can't blame anyone else. Like Capella played shit. You the only player you can properly blame is James Harden because he's the superstar on the team, and that's what superstars do. They take blame when they lose. Like it's as simple as that. Uh, and. With uh, those uh, fine words of wisdom, I not with like twenty-three percent field goal percentage and all that shit. And that doesn't matter. You lose, you lose. It's as simple as that. You at least don't cry about it. <laughs> anyway, so uh, thanks once again, Karan, for joining us on this podcast. Absolute fun talking to you as always. Listening to your quirky takes and your uh, and and uh, like uh, we really hope that you know the first pick of the twenty thirty-six WNBA draft goes to <laughs> uh, like your daughter. We don't know her name on this podcast, but. Uh, Layla, like we Layla. Yes. We hope that is the first pick in the WNBA draft uh, by the New York Knicks uh, division or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what, what's, what's the New York Knicks? What New, New York Liberty. <laughs> they they mismanage. I, I wouldn't wish that on my child. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he's just a fan you're not you don't want your kids going there i mean he's not crazy he's a fan he's not crazy go go to minnesota or something you know all right then uh, cheers everyone we'll we'll catch you guys uh, soon or maybe in season 3 or maybe before the nba finals wherever we get time uh, cheers and please uh, check out the podcast everyone and like show some love show some love this podcast even though we shout a lot it's all about love all right bye bye, bye.